Hello and uh, welcome to the Frodgen Town Council Planning Committee. I'm to note that we've had a resignation of this uh, committee from Alan Alton, so he won't be here to attend. Um, our other councillor, Adam Wordsworth, is running late, so hopefully he'll be able to bob in a little bit later. Um, I am to no apologies for absence, and I don't believe I've received any. No. no. And perhaps just to note that uh, Caroline who is, is going to be acting as reserve yeah. in today's meeting. Yeah. Caroline um, decorations of interest, don't believe you've got any, have you, Frank? No, no, I have none. No, yourself? No, no. I don't believe I've got any. Um, minutes held on the 4th of September, so I'm just to agree and sign these. Yeah, move you sign Okay, I second that. I don't believe we've received any formal requests for the public to do, uh, speak, but uh, I believe a lot of you here are sort of wanting to speak tonight, is that correct? Yeah? Um, so we're considering uh, applications, um, the Household Waste Site and the Council Depot, uh, which is also known as the Good Shed. Um, and we're to consider the demolition of the old good shed in order to increase car parking space available at the site. Um, I'll then, do you want to go through the documents? What I suggested is I'll just, if I just run through the, the documents that have been put on the QUAT website as part of the planning application, try to very briefly summarise what they say. So this is the application form. So this just sets out that it's uh, what the what the application's for, and the reason for the demolition is because of the imminent reintroduction of rail services at the Holton Curve and the anticipated increase in parking demand. And there is um, it mentions the um, consultation that's been carried out uh, on this. Um, there's a location site, I'm sure you'll know where that is anyway. And these are the photographs that were submitted. Um, there is a heritage statement uh, which has been prepared by consultants, um, and I've just pulled out a very few points from that. Um, that they're describing the, the property. Um, the estimated date of construction is 1895, so about 45 years after the station buildings themselves. And they're saying that it's a robust construction, generally sound. Um, and then they go on to talk about the fact that because it's in a conservation area, um, but it isn't a listed building, the railway buildings themselves, the station is listed. Um, and there's a discussion about whether or not uh, the Good Shed Counts has been within the curtilage of the listed building, which I think would have some impact on, um, on it if, if it is. And they conclude that it isn't for a number of reasons, including the fact that it wasn't mentioned when um, the building was listed, when the station buildings was listed. Um, they talk about um, the views um, from, <coughs> of the Good Shed where it can be seen from, in other words. They consider it's not architecturally significant, and they say it has limited heritage, merit and interest, and is medium to low significance. 
There's then a list of the uh, results for consultation. So 27% um, of people who responded were in favour of demolition, 73% against. And there's more of a breakdown there on, on people's views on that. Um, and then this is the conclusion of the Heritage Impact Assessment, which is the second half of the Heritage Report. Um, and so the conclusion of that is that um, it would have a less than substantial impact on the heritage assets and that there are strong public interests in the other direction and those public interests are about improving car parking provision and um, and that the, there are, the, the report says that there are some heritage advantages in terms of improving the view of some of the prettier parts of the conservation area. And so this underlined bit is the, the main conclusion. It doesn't present any detrimental impact or harm um, in, in accordance with planning policy. Um, so then there was a Batten Bird survey, and I've just uh, cut and pasted the, the summary of that, and uh, they found that there were house sparrows nesting in the building, and uh, there were bats around the building. They didn't find any evidence of bats roosting in the building, um, although they did say that there should be some further checks if the building was to be demolished. And then a transport statement, which is still in draft form, and we only received a copy of this this morning. It's not on the website at the moment because it hasn't been finalised, but we're told it will go up as soon as uh, it has been finalised. It's very long and technical. I couldn't um, pull much out to just summarise it briefly, but what I have pulled out is the number of parking spaces at the moment. So there are 139 on the south side, which is the, the area that we're talking about, and 28 on the north side, which is the Morrison side of the car park that belongs to the train company. Um, and so that's 176 in total. Um, and then there is this table, which is looking at... Yes. Um, so, so, the, um, so this table shows at the top, um, so you've got 176, which is the number we just looked at. Um, the, the transport consultants are predicting that with the opening of the new rail line, and if there is no parking charges imposed, and they are, they are proposing parking charges, but if there weren't, then uh, there'd be a shortfall of 92 places, they're saying. They're saying that um, that would be reduced to a shortfall of 53 with those extra 25 spaces if the goods shed was demolished. And then by introducing the uh, parking charges, which would, are going to be long-term parking charges, so they will be for people who are commuting. They think that will depress demand which will mean basically that it, they're predicting that it will meet demand. Um, th this 0%, I think, is the actual numbers, but they're sort of saying if you allowed a little bit of extra pudding for people finding spaces and so on, then there'd still be a site shortfall. 
Uh, in, by 2026, they're predicting that even with the extra spaces, there would be a shortfall, so there would need to be some additional um, provision made by them, or some other way of reducing demand. This is the revised plan of, the, uh, of what they're proposing, the new layout if they were to demolish the good shed. Um, Network Rail consulted and they don't have any really significant, they don't have any objections in principle, but there are lots of rules that they would require to be complied with. Historic England have been consulted, but they haven't yet commented. And um, public comments as of about an hour ago when I looked on the Quack website, there have been 77 comments that have come in and 76 of those are objections. And none of them are supporting, so I don't know what the 77 was. Okay, thank you for that. Um, sorry, did could you I, could, it, yes, could I just make a point? Because um, one of the things I do believe is that people are wanting to object on the Cheshire West planning uh, site but are finding it difficult. Now, I know you are a bit of a whiz with the <laughs> Cheshire West planning site, um, and I don't know whether anybody here, but can we emphasise that you really must go onto the, the Cheshire West um, planning site and do your objections there, because that, those are the ones that actually count. As, a, as the town council, we only have one vote, so it's like just one of you objecting. So if all of you want to put a comment on, it, it boosts the numbers, yeah. you know. If anybody does have any difficulties, if they want to ring the office <coughs> any morning, I can talk well, to you. It's just taking me around in circles. As for, I'm trying to register and then it says it doesn't recognise me, so I try and register again, so I'm just going around in circles. Well, that's very you kind can of write, You can write in, there's the alternative, and there are a couple of um, objections that were clearly came in as letters rather than um, via the website and so they've been scanned and they've been added so uh -huh. that's always an alternative so we don't actually know of those 76 we don't actually know an accurate figure for those people who are finding out on able to use the technology I'm guessing the 76 have been able to make their comments. Indeed, but there are still people out there. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. well, well, I've got to tell you the the I think I might be the 77th person because I had to email mine in, but I don't think, because it timed out, it was just spinning around yeah. and around and around, so I don't think my objection actually register, but my comments are on. Well, if your comments are on, you'll be okay, but I'm sure if get counted. I mean, that's very kind of Liz to actually offer. Um, if you just go on to the Frodsham Town Council website and find the telephone number, it's 735150. And you work, what is it, nine till one? Yeah. <laughs> um, she, she is very good, she will talk you through it. So, you know, please don't feel that you're struggling and thinking and just, I'll walk away from it. If you want to make comments, you know, please phone Liz and she will help you through it. Um, could I make just one more point, sorry? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, is, is the Cheshire, this planning 
noted this planning application is actually being heard at Cheshire West and Chester's planning meeting um, at the beginning of October um, when it, uh, Lynn Riley, our borough councillor, has actually what they call called it in so that the committee have actually got to discuss it on that evening, well, late afternoon, I think it starts at four o'clock. Um, and that is another opportunity for you to go and actually, you, you can actually request to speak if you want to. Um, I think you get three minutes. Um, and remind me again, what was the date of the next, of the planning meeting? Hours. No, 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 the Cheshire West. Oh, sorry, I don't know. Somebody else told me earlier. 11th, thank you, Kate. Um, it's the 11th of October. Of October. Um, so, again, I'm sure there'll be a pre presence there. And that's where you can have a real impact because all the councillors, all the borough councillors will be there. And they will then vote at that meeting. So there will be a decision at that <coughs> meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've made this meeting early so we could, you know, people could come and talk to us and tell us what they think about it. Um, I think, personally, uh, looking at the application, that you know, I'm 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 against the uh, demolition of of the building uh, simply because it is of what I believe is uh, an asset of Frodsham community, really. Um, it is within the conservation area, you know, and um, I personally think it will detract from, well, it will um, detract from the actual listing of uh, Frogin Railway Station itself and the fact that we've actually got a business that is willing to take this on. The problem is Cheshire West hasn't actually consulted properly with us. We found that the consultation that they did do was uh, of four weeks, if that, and um, wasn't very widely spread. You know, it could have been done much more better. Uh, I know that the town council, when we've done consultations in the past, we've done much, much better. So I expect more from the borough council. Um, Excuse me, can I just ask a question? Yes. Have they not taken into consideration the consultation that was done by Frodsham Ford a few years ago, when there was a they had a firm from Manchester came in and. Uh, and I, I remember the woodshed being open to the public to have a look round, and there was a committee, and there was a, a lot of money spent then mm. on um, looking at and, and trying to figure out plans for the future for the woodshed, mm. and then that just seemed to die a death. Yes. And then it's been raised again. Yes. And it seems to me a complete waste of time that, that Cheshire West have now paid somebody else to come in and do another study. Oh, absolutely. When actually they could have used the study that was done a few years ago. Yes. Yes. Um, Chair, can I just mention something there? There is something in the Heritage, um, I think it's in the Heritage Report, where they um, they considered four options in, in terms of this impact assessment, which resulted in the, the recommendation that it was they were in favour. This one. Of, um, let me find it. The August 2018 one. No, this. This heritage impact assessment yes. in here, yeah. um, they said they considered four options. One was do nothing, so leave, the, the, leave it as it stands. One was to um, to do. Sorry, the, my, my question. That wasn't my question. My question was. Well, uh, sorry. Yeah, what I was going to say was that they, the four options. One of them was 
reuse the building as a community asset. And their conclusion was, uh, they say in their a fortune community group made great efforts to explore options for community reuse of the building and required lottery funding. Unfortunately, due to limited interest in the building, no lottery was available and the community foundation ceased in 2015. And then it's unlikely that any public funding or heritage lottery monies will be available due to the limited heritage merit of the building. So to that extent, they took account of it. Thank you. Um, well, did, did anyone else want to say anything on it? No. Yes. I'm curious why we can't move the skip and use that for parking. Uh, well, well, There's plenty of space, for example, for the marshes, yes. down by the nursery yes. where the skip could go, and put parking nice and from there rather than remove the bushes. Yeah. Well, I, I agree, um, but we're going to come on to that in a, in a minute, um, which is the next application to consider. Okay, Don? Um, I was with um, Councillor Judith Critchley when, when she approached Pam Bradley about plans that there was a business interested in taking over the, the good shed. And we actually discussed with Pam Bradley that day about the tip. And she said that they were more than happy for it to go but it wouldn't be replaced. So therefore your option is Ellesmere Port and Northwich. Mm. Thank you. Can I ask why was there, what was their reasoning? Uh, it wasn't required and it was, it was because it's on, it's on a five year sort of rolling contract. contract. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't see it, they didn't, they didn't feel the need to replace it because there are two as far as I'm concerned, perfectly good units in Ellesmere Port and Northwich, which, which, which to me personally is, is really going out of the way to take. I mean, it's not like it's... it's well, Rookhorn is, is actually, Kiko Farm Road is closer for me mm -hmm. than Ellesmere Port. Or. That's, that's always really busy though, isn't it? But again, can you see there's been no consultation with us whatsoever yeah. as a community and as some of us as councillors, um, and that's what... You know, I, I want it all out in the open. Yeah. Let's discuss it. You know, engage with us. Mm. We are. I am a resident. I am a councillor, and I don't know these things. So, I think that's outrageous. Sorry. I I, I said exactly I the mean, same if thing. If we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint, if we're trying to use our cars less, we now we're encouraged to recycle. Can anybody see the, the irony there? Mm. Recycle by driving to Ellesmere Port or I raised those points in Pam Bradley. I, I thought it was outrageous. I thought we'd just been dismissed on the, on the issue. But, sorry, going back to the uh, good shed, because um, we'll discuss the household waste in a minute, is, um, well, as you pointed out there, is, um, we're supposed to be encouraging to sort of walk to places, you know, and this is the argument with the good shed is, do we want more car parking for more people to flood our town, congest our streets? Um, and personally, I don't think that's the case. We want more business. We want to bring more people into Frodium. We've got the Holton Curve opening, and that would be a fantastic opportunity for folk to come in into Frodium and uh, contribute something to our economy locally, um, which I, this proposal just lacks, just lacks imagination and um, just thought as well, really. Um, which is just surprising. Just a comment, um, as you say, I think it does lack imagination, but 
assume that Chester West will be asking what is going to happen with car parking space. So, as you point out, it's going to be at a premium once the whole curve opens up. Mm. So, what are the alternatives? Now, one of the alternatives, as uh, Sarah Jane just mentioned, being um, getting rid of the, uh, the refuse collection place, but also the far end of the car park, um, which is just rough ground at the yeah. moment. sort of resurfacing and making the place good, the demolition cost because it's site specific would be additional. So we're looking right. at 200,000 plus. Okay, so which if that money could be used in, uh, as you describe it, more in an activistic way. Yes, yes. If that can be, uh, make a suggestion through, because it, it is an argument which uh, needs to be tackled. Yes, yeah. Well, to me it's simple, you know, I'd, I'd rather focus on fixing potholes and maintaining what we've got here. I'd rather see it spent on business, trying to bring people to the economy and stuff like that. Well, again, the car parking would hopefully help us as well. Yes. <laughs> but um, going back to what you're saying about the multi-story, is that um, I think informally with talks that I've had with folk and whatnot is that the multi-story option would be quite expensive, and that's not something that they're willing to fund. Um, so that's why I've heard. But. The, the plans are to sort of resurface the back end of that, that rough end anyway. Um, but I've, I've been said, quoted in the Fraudulent Life saying, you know, this is just a sticking plaster. If we take, remove with it all, it still won't be enough car parking for, for everyone, will it? Yeah. Do you want to look at the car parking plan again? Because in all the numbers, I thought of the mm -hmm. plan that showed that five of the car parking wasn't even included.
use the businesses before they get on the train. Other than that, they're just going to get trapped. We're just a passing through point, aren't we? Mm -hmm. and, and, and a parking ride is future proof because this is no long term solution. Yeah. You know, this is as some countries are sticking faster. Mm -hmm. So, in, in another two or three years' time, they'll all be full and we'll be having this conversation about what we're going to knock down next week. So a park and ride would actually be much more future-proof. Can I just say that um, in the survey, the shortfall of um, the park and space construction going forward uh, will not be satisfied by the introduction of 60 new places in, in the station car park. That survey dealt only with station car park um, facilities and didn't look at the fraction whole parking facilities. Now as the platform to introduce parking charges uh, soon, I, do you have a date? Um, they've been very flippant on that actually. Uh, we've been told why is it I believe I believe there there is some consultation to be launched in the next few days on that. But it's imminent. It's going to take place. And my my suggestion is that they leave the building intact. I think it's a valuable building for the community. It's got a history, 120 years or more. On the other side of the platform, on the other side of the lines, is a fabulous refurbished building which has got, which is anchored by uh, tenants and has been tolerated and this is an opportunity to do something simple with the, with the sheds. Yeah. Um, they're keen obviously to extend planning permission for another five years to the WH Martins. Is it okay if we come back? For using that site. Sorry? They subscribe to Quack. They lease the site, hire the site, make money out of the refuse. Um, so why not wait five years to see how the introduction of parking charges changes the degree to which cars come and go in those areas on a whole fraudulent basis rather than just this one specific site. It seems usually drastic to knock down a building uh, which is uh, solid, which could be used for other circumstances uh, and bring people into the, into the town rather than 60 more car park spaces that are likely to be blocked by people leaving the town at 8 o'clock in the morning <coughs> and pay for the privilege to stay there and block it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does actually say in the heritage statement that the good the good shed is actually in relatively good condition. Yeah. So you know it's not as if it's falling down and it's crappy or whatever. But... I know from the study last time that there's a lot of bad asbestos in the shed. So there wasn't any. So where did that is from then? There is not a lot of asbestos. There's a few. Um, they are lino tiles in the oh. kitchen area, but they are literally the old lino tiles. Okay. There's no asbestos in this building. Okay. So my, my, my question is really, or my statement is, if somebody is, at the moment is looking at taking on the building, <coughs> why are we having this conversation now? Because should, that, should this not be put on hold until this person has put his proposal forward, we can look at the money because the costing, you know, you say it's going to cost £200,000 plus to knock it down. We might be looking, or Paddy might be looking at 
I don't know, a million pounds to do it up. So we might be having a totally different conversation. Mm. But to have this conversation now, for me, is hypothetical because I think we should be giving Paddy the chance to put his proposals forward. It is the wrong way around. And that's what it should all be put on hold. Yes. We, this, well, this is the problem. You said it at the meeting at Frodsham Town Council when they came to our last council meeting is that um, they've just not given us any time or opportunity to debate this issue and actually put up you know, feasible uh, proposals to do with the site. Um, you know, they're only rushing now because the halting curve's coming. That's, that's why this is happening now, it's so late. Uh, it, it's just, it's very poor of them. Um, so it's a proposal that in four weeks' time or whenever this meeting is in October, mm. if they agree, then it's going. Is that it? Or are they not going to postpone it until Paddy's done his? Well, that's, I think that's something that they're going to have to take into consideration, isn't it? The business right. proposal. But, um, I think it would be a plan, it's a planning application. So just like somebody applies for planning application to build a house, it doesn't mean they're going to build it. So, just so the fact that they've got planning permission wouldn't, 100% mean they have to knock it down, but obviously it means that they've that's got the green one. line for it. They've got the green they've line for it. Yeah. 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 So they could. You know, just as for extra parking, why can't some of the land around the health centre be utilised that's been absolutely eyesore, isn't it? Overgrown, and there's tons of. Yeah. Plenty more spaces that the woodshed would that's something up for debate, we, we just don't know. The Cheshire West don't think you can open sales. Well, there's a whole corridor of parking from the station car park to behind Costa's, which is like a double little parking in Formby, and then through to the tennis courts on the other side of the walkway through, and then right to the outdoor pitch. Mm -hmm. Extensive parking there, most of the weekend, there, there are spaces. Mm -hmm. But um, it seems to be a very, very limited and, and Focus. Very narrow, yeah. yeah. Very narrow. The damaging the building and includes a very small stretch that the car park. And if the building goes, it will release probably 20 spaces for car parking. Mm. The rest of the game comes from all the other uh, tarmacking around the land and the bringing, uh, taking the barriers away and the roadway away and bringing that line of parking. Um, See, this is the, their argument in the sense of we want to knock it down, but it's in the conservation area. 
they're going to argue that it's for us locals that the car parking is going to benefit. And as you just highlighted there, it is people coming outside of town and then leaving town again because the problem is, is with train lines. They're coming from Wrexham because the train line tickets are cheaper to purchase here to go to wherever than it is to go from Wrexham or wherever else they've come from. They also come from Longhorn East because there's been so many uh, cars getting broken into there mm. that I know people in parking project from Longhorn. I've worked in Altrincham where parking's very, very limited and the businesses in that area encourage car sharing. And that's something else that we should be doing. Yes. And there's lots of other reasons why that's mm. important. Yeah. So, very good point. Surely one, one of the... One thing that would, that would help, really, is if, and we were talking about it before, if you had three hours free parking, after three hours, it's going to be a five or a ten or something. Why can't you do that? Because that would stop a lot. I understand that is the proposal, because they're talking about here um, demand with pricing, and there's going to be... Um, pricing for longer stay exactly to deter the commuters that is part of the proposal and that is in that figure of um, uh, where the minus 52 um, comes down to minus 53 with the extra spaces and then it comes down to plus 11 that, that difference between the minus 53 and the plus 11 is their assumptions of the impact and of so that's imminent the extra. When they start the charging in the next three or four weeks, whenever, that's going to be their That's £1.50 for eight hours. Is that the assumption they made? That it would be £1.50 a day? No, I've got to say, that's just added nonsense, isn't it? It's commercial. It's £12 a day at Brancorn during the week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It has to be punitive for people who say you use the two or three hours. Yeah. And it's contradictory, surely, if, if this is all being pushed forward because of the whole curve, but they're saying that they're also trying to deter commuters. Which is an exception. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is going back to our last council meeting because we requested for someone from Cheshire West to come and speak to us. Um, but essentially, they're going to sort of, I think what the idea is on Main Street, for example, they're going to say it's free for you lot to park there, residents and all that. Well, then you'll have to pay, is it 660? That's for 12 months. They'll have a permit for 12 months. Per annum, per annum. A multi user tariff in Morley, Frosham Station, Extension Car Park, they have the centre, is 20p for up to two hours, it's a suggestion, 50 pence for two to four hours, a pound for four to six hours, and one pound fifteen. No, 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 you get, it's, in doctors it's, it's free for two hours. Okay. For doctors, library users, 
But, but again, it's all about policing it. Who's going to yeah. actually monitor all this? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not going to detract from the commuters. The commuters will pay £1.50 a day. So there's nothing to stop them. But what 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 it will do is it will push them out to all the arterial roads. I mean, I see commuters now, they they're quite savvy, you know, and they meet up and they all then get in one car and come down to the station because they think that that's reducing the number of cars. So and that's what they will continue to do, but they will push further and further out because they'll just meet up and come well, in. Well I got the next door in what what they've tried to do is standardize it across mm. the Cheshire West area so you know what Northwich Frodsham Ellesmereport Neston it's all what the same car, car park strategy you know, it's not personalised to us as Frodsham. We have a different need, you know, because people come from Helsby to Frodsham to commute to Manchester because it is cheaper to get a ticket. People, at people come from the Wirral and park in Frodsham because it's cheaper and the car park car parking is free. Oh no! No, you having commuters coming through Frodsham. You know, if we can develop places like Goodshed, you know, and make it into somewhere where people can go and put a stop off here because yep. let's have yep. some tea here. Yes, yes exactly. Money. And we want to encourage these communities to park here and make it easy and, and cheap for them to park here so that they can then spend money in fashion. I mean, if we're not going to develop this, this place and other places like that and bring restaurants and good places to visit, then there's no point in. in it's a chicken and egg situation we've got. Yeah. So I, I'm going back to the multi-storey or the two-storey you know, idea. Um, we, we do have there is land between the the, like the marshlands behind um, like NatWest and well, what was NatWest and, and Barclays. There's quite a lot of land down there and down behind the old hall that could be. It, it's not suitable for for housing, but it's certainly suitable to turn into parking. I'm just getting conscious of time because we've got another meeting at 7 o'clock. Um, so I just wanted to sort of recap what we've all just said. So I think we're all um, against the demolition of the shed, that's for sure. Uh, for mainly the main reasons that we've had a consultation done by Cheshire West. 73% of folks saying they want to keep it and retain it and see it as a community hub. Um, is that it's a contradiction of the conservation area to take it out of that. It will also detract from the listed building that is the Frodgham station. Um, there has been a business case that's been submitted. Um, and the heritage statement again, it um, says it's in a very good condition that the shed is. And um, is there anything else that anyone wants to add to that? Well, will you, will you, um Yes. You'll take the stuff and print it on the internet, and we could use that then as a basis for making yes. um, a, a kind of presentation to the uh, Quack planning meeting when that comes up in October. Yes. Yeah. 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 Can I ask a really dumb question? Could we go back to the um, the map of the of the um, car park, please? Yes. Right. Are the 
60 places, this is really, really stupid, are the 60 places that would be liberated as a result of the demolition? It, no. it says all to, so... It, it, it's... it's um, because on the pit no, 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 it isn't that many. It's, um, it's 25, I think. 25. Because, because the extra ones, they're, they're saying, is because of the parking charges as well. So 25. 25 parking spaces. 25 extra car parking spaces in the resort of this demolition. Thank you. That's. I have to say, I might be the only one who actually is not in favour of keeping the good shed. I'm not in favour of demolition, I'm not in favour of keeping it. What I am here today for is I would like to see more work done on it. I don't think it should be demolished for parking, mm. but if it's going to cost an absolute arm and a leg, yes. when we've been screaming, I've lived here for 35 years, when I first came to live here, we were screaming for a swimming pool. Mm. If it's going to be at the detriment to something like that, then I would then be in favour of demolishing it. However, I am not in favour of demolishing it for car parking spaces because people at Quack are um, panicking because of the Holton Curve. And um, when somebody is actually looking at doing the place up, then I think then it should be put on hold and it, that person should be given a chance. Yeah. I think he's not, he's not looking for no, this this is a private yeah, event. Yeah, and, yes. and, he ha and he has looked into it. And, and I'm fine. I'm, yeah. no, I'm fine with that. I just want because the gentleman, I don't know your name, Early. said that everybody here was in favour of the good. And I just wanted to say that that it wasn't that I'm, I am in favour and I'm not in favour. However, that that's just I just wanted to say that. So. Okay, <laughs> thank you. What time is the meeting? It's the planning committee one, is it? Yeah. The Cheshire West one? Oh, I don't know. I think about, it's four, usually about, about four o'clock, I think. We, we can, we can publicise it when the agenda is um, published. Yeah, we can publicise it, it. Usually, yes. And usually you can see where the agenda's going because they'll, they'll tell you what order the planning applications are going to be seen. So you can give a, a fairly good judgment oh. as to what, yeah. what time it'll be yes. heard. Yes. Are we going to apply to speak? Yes. Yes. Where, sorry, where is it being held? At the Cheshire West offices in we'll, Chester. We'll publicise this all on our website, so you can just go on there and find the time, the date and place of where that'll be. Um, is it okay if we just take this to a vote? Is it, is it, is it uh, Chester or is it the Drummond? Chester. 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 Yeah, well, as we say. We'll it's the that. old police headquarters. Um, with the hotel on the top, on the roundabout. Yes, and um, you will actually have to say that you want to speak. You can't just turn up and say, I want to speak. You will have to notify, notify them uh, that you want to speak. Um, and it is very strict. They have lights. They give you green light to go, red to stop. Three minutes and you cut off. Um, and it is very formal. Um, yeah, it's just a very good, quick question to ask. Does it is it set at four o'clock? Because that really excludes a lot of people. So you can't it is. I think it's a fair because I can just look it up for you. It says that if it is going to be four o'clock, I think it needs to be organised about those that are actually available to attend it at four o'clock. Because there'd be plenty of people that can't that feel very strongly about it. And I would implore as many people as can to turn up because I know that whether you're like the lady here says, even if you're just in favour of local people having their say, the borough councillors are in favour of that. As a town council, 
it's going to go to a vote, but I'm sure it'll only go one way. And if they can see that the residents are in favour of the same thing, they'll have a very hard time in justifying a decision not to support that. You could still do it, but they'd have a very hard time in justifying it. So. Can I assure you that Lynn Riley, I think, is because she's coordinated, she will be speaking. Yeah. So the borough councillor will, will actually be speaking on behalf of Frotcham, but it, it does always help if you can local residents you know, yeah. actually endorse. I mean, we, we, we've got to do, I think, anything to, to help. And the fact that we have got, you know, somebody who is a businessman and has got a proposal, uh, yes. you know, yeah. that, that in itself. Can I just add, is it closed for objections now or is it still open? No, it's still, still open. open. And um, I'm not sure who it was that on the Facebook thread, someone was asking the council if the petition could be converted because people were having trouble actually yes. objecting. Has anyone got an answer to that? Do they know? I it? would actually encourage whoever set up the petition to go to the planning committee with that. They have, yes. And uh, present it to them. Can I, can I say, Chairman, sure. yeah, I've kept quiet all night. I want anybody in public to tell me what has West Cheshire done for Progen? Are they going to take any notice of you? No. I'll put my head in the stocks. They'll take no notice of you about the building on the railway station. They even want to take this over, which was left to Progen and outlying parishes. They want to take it off us. And that's why we, as a council, that's worked hard for the people of Frodham this last three and a half years, they give us nothing. I think they could take notice. And I'm sorry. I might be a bit naive, but I think they could take notice. If enough of us turn up there and say, this is what we believe, I you, think they could take notice. You can, yeah. you, can take, you can take it from me and you'll say, Pennington is right at the end of the day. I'm telling you, they'll give Frodham nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's the first time for everything. Yes, and it'll only be the first time. Okay. Uh, can I? I have to say it is four o'clock. Yeah, just say great. Who's right? Now we do get a raw deal. I agree with that. Okay. Um, I'd like to propose. Can we have a name vote, please? Yes, okay. Um, I'd like to propose that we object to this planning application, please. I'd like a seconder. Second for that. All, all in favour of objecting, please vote. Yes. That's how I know the outcome. Okay. I think that's pretty unanimous. Any objections? Any objections? Any objections to our objection? <laughs> no. Great. No. Alright, thank you for that. Um, we are to consider our next agenda, which is the household waste site. Uh, I think we've touched upon that a little bit already. Um, but this is to look at the extension to the current temporary planning commission for the four, for a further five years for the existing household waste and recycling centre. Uh, this is to align with the contract for managing the sites with uh, HW Martins which expects which expires in 2023. So Church, you just want me to quickly there's only a couple of sides here. So this is the, this is the summary of the application which really says what uh, Liam's just said that's the, the plan of the site again you know where it is and the detailed layout um, so the contract was uh, renewed was extended for further five years in march 2018 the planning commission the current planning commission 
has just expired. Um, there were changes in the operation of the site last April, which again, local people are aware of, the reduction in opening hours, a new reasonable usage scheme, and apparently, according to the documents, that's resulted in a 21% reduction in the waste recycled at that site. Um, there's a question of whether there's a noise impact assessment, but because there was a noise impact assessment done when the site was busier, for the um, redevelopment of Glees's old site, um, they've decided there's no need for another noise impact assessment. And perhaps the most, maybe the most significant thing is, um, it ties into what Donna was saying, that the site search for the local plan could not identify any suitable sites in Frodsham that aren't either in the green belt and that ha or that have a willing um, a landowner who will be prepared to sell. Um, and again, in terms of public comments, there have been four comments received and they've all been against the renewal of the planning commission. Um, I think with this application it's quite interesting. I, I've spoken to quite a few residents in the past about this. Um, the, I think the tip would be more ideally placed elsewhere in town. Um, for I think for the obvious reasons that it would take traffic out of the centre of the town. Um, it's also as you come into town, which is one of our entrances, which is the station. You see this god awful mm -hmm. yeah. tip that's there. It's just not the right message for Frodgen. Um, you know, I'd like to see it somewhere on the possibly the fringes of the town. However, as as we rightly know, and as the neighbourhood plan has shown us before in the past is that um, we are landlocked with Greenbelt, we are surrounded by it, so we are very restricted in where we can go. The problem I have is with this is that if we object to this application to not go ahead with the extension of the contract, um, is that we, that, well, as, as you point out, we will lose it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest risk. So, although it's not ideal to have it where it is now, I believe if we ask if we ask Cheshire West and say that you know we wanted you know to have a green belt review for example and look at potentially alternative places to site the uh, tip that would be um, the best way going forward personally but um, you know open to the floor really. <coughs> Can I just ask a technical question? Their, their lease has expired, so they're holding over. No, the plan, the temporary planning. Sorry, it's not planning. Is the planning? Talking about the lease. There's no mention of the lease. No, so the lease has expired. Yes. So they're holding the five years. Okay. No, that's not the that's not the paperwork. The paperwork talks about the um, the temporary. Um, sorry. This says it's um, to, for an extension of the current temporary planning permission for a further five years. It's you, that that's expired. The planning permission and the lease. Okay. No, I, I don't know. It says in line with the contract of managing the site offered to WH Martins. So the lease will link in with this temporary planning permission for an additional five yeah. years. I'm sorry, I'm just saying the lease has expired. Planning permission has ended, so they are operating, they're holding over on their lease um, and operating without planning. 
That's what it yeah. says up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, this year, Mark has had a contract until 2023. Yeah. Okay. If planning is granted, mm. planning has not been granted, has it? No. So it's operating without planning permission at the moment. Um, well, yes, but we, uh, well, they're just asking for us to sort of extend the five year contract. It's a temporary planning permission that this, that this application is about. It's about the planning application. It's not about any contract either for the land or for the operation of the site. Actually, that's quite an interesting point. So does it mean that um, Martins have actually been given a contract so are going to be paid, but they sure really shouldn't be operating because they've got nowhere to operate. Yeah. That's how I'm reading it now, because they, they haven't got a site. So they are actually illegally on a site. Not illegally. Unlawful. Unlawful. Unlawful, right. <laughs> yeah. It's just a strange situation. That, yeah, it uh, is. You seem to have allowed Martin to continue an occupation without any legal well, I think, well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't really uh, know what the situation with, with this is, um, but it's, this is a sort of, this is Cheshire West, this is what they manage. Um, Who owns the land? Cheshire West. It's theirs. So they've allowed Yes, well, they've allowed this mishap to happen. And so what we're trying to do is sort of align the two together today, and that's what they're asking. All they're trying to do is cover their tail because they've screwed up. Yeah, well, basically, yes, yes. So. Well, should we object to the extension and then the site can close down? Can we just... We are landlocked, I understand that very well. Who owns the huge brownfield site? No, the viaduct. Yeah, I was going to say it's brown though. That's not green. That's brown. That's brown. Yeah, it's brown. Yeah. Say again. That's it. 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 You'll find that um, there was um, there was Crampton's place. He said that we could have there, and when we put planning permission in, um, we turned it down at this council, and we were fighting for somewhere. But um, then it went to the government, and they uh, said no, they wouldn't allow it on an appeal. So it is in our records in the office. So are there no other sites at all in Fortune that you could be sighted at? Uh, no. Like the fields over here that were mentioned for car parking or... That's Greenbelt, isn't it? Yeah, it can't be used, so I think... Good question. Um, I don't think they've considered that. I still believe it's for Greenbelt. Um, but we it's have had the hovercraft and stuff like that through down Yes, that problem went to the Secretary of State at the time to be signed off. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so I don't think it'll be that detrimental to the um, view then. 
No, no, no. You know, that's uh, well. Listen, the thing is, that you know, it's already very industrial to you. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I think you know, and it's out of town. Yeah. And it wouldn't interfere with any of the parking or any of the um, noisy, um, you know, the loop or the mm. you know, the train line. Mm. And, and the access is poor. Mm. The the access is poor. I mean, the access. You know, when, when they when they come to change the skips. Oh, yeah. The, the acts, you know, everybody blocks up and then it go, comes back down onto the main road well, on, and, and on, then you get yeah. chaos. On a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. uh, there were cars peeling back onto Church Street. So yeah. I couldn't get into the park yes, anywhere exactly. if they wanted to park. And it still would get down Church Street. It's ludicrous. Yeah. Well, there's not been an accident. However, I, I, I agree with everything that's been said, but this isn't a consultation about where it should be, it's just whether yes. to use the existing yes. one. And if we yes. do, like the chair said, reject it, they'll just take it off us completely. Well, yes, I think, no. I think yeah. you know, if, if, um, if it's rejected and they take it off, off us completely, isn't that because we're not suggesting other places where it should be? Yeah, I think we should suggest other places where it should be, um, but for the time being, we need a tip, and for the next five years, Got but then are we going to have the same conversation in five years? Well, well, I think we should spend those five years pressuring for somewhere else. That would be my suggestion. There could be, Rather than there there could be a change right of council next May. Yeah. So you might drop lucky. But why does it need to take five years when we've got this um, curve No, it doesn't need to. I'm saying that we should all we should try and put pressure on Cheshire West to give us a fit for use tip, one where we're not running up and down steps to get into the place and one that's not on the train station site that gives a bad view of Frodsham. Um, but we shouldn't wait until the end of a five year lease when they're asking us to renew it. We should do, do that from day one of the new lease and try and get the place I think new. the point is though, to, I don't think anyone wants to approve five years because we've just had the conversation about the, the good sheds and it seems that we're going to be signing that off for five, for five years. We would, would approve it for a year, say, not to not to lose the tip because we don't want um, to lose it completely. We want to relocate, yes. but not Fair to point. sign ourselves up. Presumably, if, um, if, if uh, some work was done from day one and you organise a second tip, there's not a problem transferring. It's built. It does take time to build mm. a tip and organise it. Uh, I'm assuming. It's not fixed in stone that they would have to remain there for five years if they were given an alternate site. Yeah. Can I just say that uh, Councillor Pennington will know this as well, that this issue has been on the Town Council agenda since 2004. There's a recurrent oh, yeah. conversation uh, every five years this comes yeah. up. Uh, 2004, the Town Council said no, they've got to move it. 2007, the Town Council said they've got to move it, and we're still here. Right. And that's what so we're going to have the same conversation. Fair about. enough. And yeah. the conversation will yeah. happen again, yeah. um, unless somebody has a view of not just Frodsham, but Frodsham and Helsby and the surrounding hinterland. Terry O'Neill made a great suggestion the other week in relation to Helsby and houses that are being built down there. Why not swap the land where the primary school is with the problem with parking around there, move the primary, having purpose built, combined primary school on the new land, sell that old land for housing, why not put it down there? You could have a health centre, library, tip, everything down there is still accessible. But it needs somebody it's a to kind look of high at level the whole overview, area yeah, because yeah. this will just keep bouncing back onto yeah. the agenda in five years. I'll take that time. point actually, yeah.
should say, bonuses. Um, well, I'd like to propose that we accept this planning application um, with the caveat that they look into alternative sites and I think this is something that we can tie into the neighbourhood plan potentially as we, if we put it down as an aspiration as a green belt review that we'd like to see the TIP uh, reviewed in that sense. But, um, things of all power though, if you're signing it away for five years, it's realistically from history has already told you, it's yeah. going to go to the bottom of the pile and then conversation again in five years time, so I don't think you can. And, and also, already in the local plan, it does specifically say that the tip will be relocated and that's in, the lo in their own local plan and they say it's in black and white. Just because they've not found a suitable patch of land, well, I don't think they've tried hard enough. No, yes. Mm -hmm. I think their eyes gone off the ball because mm -hmm. it got signed yeah. off for five years, and they like, every five years. Yeah. It, it just, and it's their license people. Yeah. They've just, got just the They yeah. failed to, yeah. to market this place, and the way they failed to market the good shed. Yeah. yeah. Until someone says, it, "Is it still still available? Yeah. Is it still there?" Is it Listen, there? I think we're only debating the issue because it's you know they want to put a proposal. In. Um, did you want to put in an alternative proposal? Well, I mean, I would be quite happy if we said that it should only be for a year. Okay, and, in that, and that in a year, we expect them to find new sites and to consult with us. Because as locals, we can, t you know, we can have a discussion with them as to where the site should be. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, well, we can always ask Why can't we do the question. Right. They're not even doing it with this place. Yeah. So well, 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 let's, let's forget this plate we were yeah. talking about. No, you don't, because this belongs to the project people. You don't forget uh, nothing no, like that. We're not discussing that tonight, <coughs> Mr. Pennington. No. Tonight we're discussing the... the, the I've told the, 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 the people. I'm just conscious that you're a substitute. Yes, I'm, I'm going to propose word for word what Caroline just said, yeah. Okay, so you're going to prove... Is anyone going to second that? Awesome. Yeah, great. Oh, thank you. Uh, do you want to pull that to a vote? All those in favour of um, just proposing, you know, the Ashton's proposal. accepting it for a year yeah. with the option of reviewing it. Yeah. But they're not under mm -hmm. review. A request that they consult with us about what happens in the future of it as well. I just wait, wait a minute. Just a little slight little thing. If Caroline is a substitute, can she propose? No, I haven't. No, Adam's. Adam's oh, yes. sorry. Adam's, sorry, Adam's, yeah, sorry yeah, I yeah. didn't hear that bit. Yeah, fine. Propose second. Yes. Yeah. Great. So. Just say that again, sorry. Uh, we accept well, for one year um, and right. insist that we're consulted on the future of it. Okay. Um, do you want to? Yeah. Voting? Voting? Yeah. yeah. Voting? yeah. Uh, All those in favour? Yeah. That's unanimous. Okay, great. Um, that brings us to the end of our meeting and the date for our next planning committee will be Monday the 24th of September at 6.30. <coughs> okay, thank you. Thank you everyone. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.